Amen. No matter what we're, what we're facing today. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We give you glory. We give you honor in this house. We worship you, God. We thank you for miracles, for signs and wonders to be released in Jesus' name. We decree that. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. We are a generation not satisfied with what we see. We've been in preparation, now is the time for a release. No longer on the sidelines, empowered by the Word of God. We have no fear within us, we are the church and we prevail. Hallelujah, come on, we are the church, we will prevail, amen, no matter what it looks like. We believe in the word of God. Let's sing it again. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We are a generation. We are a generation. Not satisfied with what we see. We've been in preparation. Now is the time for a release. No longer on the sidelines. Empowered by the word of God. We have no fear within us. We are the church and we prevail. We will 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 prevail. No matter, no matter what it looks like. Come on, remind yourself tonight that we will prevail. Cause we've 
swayed by the Spirit. I look one way right now, but I've got eternity in mind. It might look one way right now, but I've got eternity in mind. It might look one way right now, but I've got eternity in mind.
Come and do, Holy Spirit, what you do. We are here for you. Come and do what you do. Lord, we're desperate for it, Lord. I can't live without your presence. I need you. Come and fill us up tonight. We've come out on a Wednesday. Believing for breakthrough, believing for miracles. Your word says, when two or three are gathered in your name, that all things, all things, all things are possible. I thank you for cancer to go. I thank you for AIDS to go, for financial oppression to go. We thank you, God, for unity, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Cause miracles happen Come on, just begin to cry out to him. Holy Spirit, have your way. Have your way, God. Have your way. Hallelujah. For your promises, we still stand. We stand on your promises, oh God. You are here, working in this place. I worship you. I worship you, Lord. You are here, moving. I worship you, I worship you, you moving in this place, I worship you, I worship you, come on, just lift your voice and sing it, you are here, you're moving in our midst, moving in our midst, I worship you. I worship you, Waymaker, Waymaker, Miracle Worker, Promise Keeper, Light in the Darkness, my God, that is who you are. Waymaker, Miracle Worker, Promise Keeper, Light in the Darkness, my God, that is who you are. I worship you, I worship you, you are here, healing every heart, I worship you, I worship you.
We thank you, Jesus. Thank, thank you, Lord. Lord. Thank Hallelujah. you, Holy Spirit. That you're in this house tonight. Lord, I thank you, Jesus, that you are in this place, oh God. I thank you, God, that there is nothing that's too hard for you. God, we've come pressing in in the spirit realm for a word from you tonight. We've come this evening pursuing and pressing mag. God, for you to do something incredible tonight. God, that you just begin to move and to speak to us. God, I thank you for it, Lord. God, we come against every demonic opposing spirit of God. God, that you would just begin to move things out of the way tonight in Jesus' name. Lord, I thank you, God, that you are on time. God, that even when we can't see things in the natural, we thank you that you are not surprised, oh God. God, and we thank you, Lord Jesus, that we can have peace, that we can have faith, that we can have hope in you, God. God, I thank you, Lord Jesus, that you are going to turn situations around. Even in this house, God, those that are in this place tonight, God, that have come ready to receive, that have come contending for the supernatural, those that maybe are seemingly impossible situations in the natural, God, even with those that uh, that we've been praying for, some family members, some uh, people that we have been praying in the spirit realm, God, bombarding heaven, I thank you for a turnaround, a divine turnaround. Yes, I thank you, Jesus, for miracles. God, not only physical miracles, but God, also the, the miracles of individuals, people turning their lives around, people uh, getting set free and uh, delivered, oh God, for addictions to be broken off of their life. God, I thank you, Lord Jesus, for financial turnaround where the enemy would try to come in and try to suffocate and try to strangle the finances. I thank you, Lord Jesus, that we do not live according, God, to the natural realm, but we live according to the spirit. And this evening, God, we've come to tear, uh, to, to bring the heaven into to our natural and we thank you for it I thank you God for miracles yes. physically in this place yes. God for those that are dealing even with bronchial issues in the spirit realm that's what I hear is that there are those
those tonight that are dealing even with uh, lung issues, that everything would be cleared in Jesus' name by the power of the Holy Ghost. God, I thank you for back issues and injuries. God, to be healed in your presence. In Jesus' name, we thank you that it's already done. It's already done even now. God, we thank you, Lord Jesus, that we do see the new work that you're doing. God, that it springs forth now and we see it. God, we with our spirit eyes, we see, we choose to see in the spirit that it springs forth even now. Yes, God. In Jesus' name, we give you glory. We give you praise. We thank you for what you're going to do. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah, hallelujah. What a beautiful presence of the Holy Spirit is right here in this room with us. And I know that you have to feel it right there as you're watching from wherever you're watching. You may be seated. Thank you for being here with us tonight and coming out on this breakthrough night, which we are conducting once a month um, at each of our campus locations right now. And we are super excited. We have great expectancy in our spirits to see what God's going to accomplish tonight. We recognize that there are some that have reached out to us that are in need of a physical miracle who had hoped to be here tonight, unable to be here, but you are watching online. And Ralph and Rhonda, we extend our faith with you. We are believing in advance for a miracle at the close of this service tonight. My husband will lead in prayer for you, but I want you to know that I take authority right now in the name of Jesus over the spirit of infirmity that's come and the spirit of discouragement and hopelessness that has coupled itself with the illness and the uh, impending um, diagnoses that have come forth and the confusion where the doctors are unable to specifically target those diagnoses. And we know that our God is greater. Everybody in here say that with me. Our God's greater. Nothing is too hard for our God. Our God is greater. He's the healer. He is on the throne and he's right here right now. And he's right there with you right now. Omnipresent everywhere at the same time. He's come to heal, save, and to deliver each and every one of us. And I'm just believing and contending for miracles. I woke up this morning with a prayer request from a friend that they were testing her mother-in-law to see if she had cancer. And, you know, all of these issues that are out here, you know, God is greater. And we've got to keep our focus on that. No matter what you're dealing with, no matter what impossibility you're facing, let's let our keep our faith on high. Our uh, Judah Force dance team, they do a dance to a song about our faith being on high. And our faith is on high. And we're not going to allow the attacks and the lies the demonic lies of the enemy to shake our faith. Amen. At the beginning of the, uh, at the end of last year, our son-in-law, Josh, said, I really feel that the Lord said that, that for the month of January, we need to keep our theme on still standing. And I'm still standing. I remember when I had a major stroke in 2006. And the enemy wanted to wipe me out. And when he couldn't kill me, then he tried to cripple me. And I'm supposed to be crippled right now. I, I'm not supposed to be able to walk. I'm not supposed to be able to talk. I'm not supposed to be able to move the left side of my body. And for one week, I couldn't. But because my family stood in prayer... And they kept agreeing in prayer and speaking and decreeing and declaring the word of God over me. I am healed. And I preach the gospel and I sing the gospel because the enemy.
enemy had an agenda, but it was thwarted. It was overturned by God Almighty. I hope you're hearing what I'm saying. Overturned. It was overturned by God Almighty. And our God is still in the overturning business. Amen. He's a healer. And he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And he's no respecter of person. So if he's done that for me, he wants to do that for you because he's a good, good father who finds pleasure in blessing, healing, delivering, and providing breakthrough for his children. So we're going to keep our faith on high and we're still standing. My first sermon I preached after I was able to preach after the stroke and therapy and things that I, I went through, I came out with pink uh, boxing gloves on. And one of the songs that was played for me in the hospital room was that song. I'm, you, we didn't know you then, but it was I'm Still Standing, but by the grace of God. And I want to encourage you, no matter what Satan has brought your way, no matter what lie of the enemy has come your way, no matter what decree or, or diagnosis has been hurled at you, keep standing. Having done all to stand, stand therefore. Amen? Amen. He has equipped us to stand. At this time, Josh is coming to share with you and... We, we want to invite you to be with us Sunday morning at 9. I encourage you that are watching uh, by the Internet to go ahead and share this broadcast on your page right now. Because if there's ever been a time, we need to get the gospel message out right now. And in the event that at some point we're unable to continue to share the gospel on some of the current means that we have been, please go to our website, download the app. It will notify you every time we're online from our app at praisechurchoflouisiana.com because we want to stay in touch with you. We want you to sign up on our email list so we can stay in touch with each and every one of you because the best is yet to come. All right. Well, I know you can feel it in this room, man. I have, I feel the Holy Spirit in here right now. I mean, we always have the Holy Spirit here, but there is an uptick in the level right now. And so it's going to be our time for giving, but I'm not going to share anything about finances. You know what? There's, there's so many scriptures on finances, over 2,000 money and possessions in the Bible. So just pick one and start to memorize it. Come on, because God is good. But I want to share this with you. I believe that pastor's going to bring a word that you've not heard in this time and this season. And, and it's going to come out if we can get our faith high, but um, just going on what Mother Law was saying about, um, you know, the still standing and the fighting, you know, as we were in worship, this scripture was dropped in my heart, and it's 1 John chapter 3, verse 8, and it says, the reason the Son of God appeared, come on, the reason he appeared was to destroy the works of the devil. Amen. Come on. And tonight I'm telling you, it's a church service where we have come. Come on. Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil, but then he turned the keys of the kingdom over to his people. Amen. And that is us today. So if you are born again, believer, filled with the Holy Ghost, come on. You are called to destroy the works of the devil. And I believe that God is causing his church to rise. So I just want to say that, come on, premature death. Come on. Jesus didn't come to hold hands with the enemy. Come on. He came to take them out. So I'm going to tell your premature death. Come on. Debt, poverty, bondages. Come on. Yokes are placed upon people. Depression, doom and gloom. All of that is the work of the devil. Amen. And God came to set his people free. So Father, I just pray that you would move in this service, Lord. 
Holy Spirit, that you would feed your people, Lord God. I feel an anticipation in this room tonight, Lord God. Father, we're praying for signs, wonders, and miracles, Lord God. Father, we're believing for the supernatural, Lord God. Your people are hungry tonight, oh God. And I pray that you would visit them, Lord God. And Father, those that give, Lord God, and those that need uh, financial breakthrough, Lord God, I pray that you would break the back of poverty in the name of Jesus, Lord. That there shall be no sick among us, Lord God. Father, that there shall be your children they don't beg for bread lord god but father that you feed them come on father do you provide for them father that you restore them and we give you praise and glory in jesus name as you bring your gift back pastor is going to come up and come preach a word amen amen it's a good day I believe God's got some great things in store for us as we follow after Him with our whole heart. Amen. I'm gonna I'm gonna begin tonight in um, Acts chapter 27 and begin to move um, through this word here through chapter 28. Uh, I think it's a very relevant word for for our lives today and um, to move us into a place where that God can touch our lives. And begin to build our faith, knowing that God's with us and He'll never leave us. Amen? Amen. So in Acts chapter 27, uh, we begin to find where that Paul has been arrested. Paul is in a position where that he's, uh, he's going to Rome to be prosecuted. And uh, they've laid him in the ship. Paul begins to talk to the people and tell them, you know, we shouldn't be, be launching out here. I, I perceive that there's going to be some problems. And uh, prior to this moment, Paul was spoken to by the Lord that he was going to Rome. And uh, I, I think that in life, some of the toughest times that we go through is not the beginnings but it's in the ending. You know, the statistics say that um, most accidents that occur happen two miles from our home. Uh, and that's interesting because you, you can go on a long journey and then get two miles from the house and then you're having an accident, man. It doesn't make sense. You've drove, driven 400 miles and then, but they're saying that that uh, majority of accidents happen two miles from, from the house. Paul is in a position where he's beginning a journey, but he doesn't understand why it's not the way that he thought it would be. And sometimes in our life, we, we have situations or conditions that take place in our life, and, and uh, we have looked at our life, and we have projected our life, and we have uh, uh, put some things together saying that when I get to a certain age, this is how it's going to be, and then all of a sudden, it's not that way. We don't understand some of those things, but in our life, there are situations that come that we don't understand why they have come and why it's looking this way. Acts chapter 27, verse 1, it says, And when it was determined that he should sail into Italy, they delivered Paul, uh, delivered Paul to certain other prisoners unto the one named Julius. We, we, we understand what's taking place here. They launched the boat off in, in verse 4, and uh, winds begin to come. It's tossing the boat. Waves are hitting, bashing the boat. 
is concerned. Go down to verse 9 with me. And when much time was spent, and when sailing was now dangerous because of the fat because the fast was now already past, Paul admonished them and said unto them, Sirs, I perceive there is uh, this voyage uh, will be with hurt and much damage, not only of the of the lading and ship, but also of our lives. Paul Paul is is basically prophesying here he's making some predictions and he's saying we got some problems now it was the obvious it was an obvious thing they were in the middle of a storm and and uh, they've got some problems but in this paul begins to to declare some things verse 11 says nonetheless nonetheless the centurion believed the master of the owner of the ship and the owner of ship more than those things which was spoken by paul i think it's interesting that in our life, storms take place. And if we're not watching, the storms will blind us from what God is actually saying. Sometimes storms, we can't see where God is in the storm. And Paul is speaking to them. And he goes on, and, and, and in this verse 12, it says, that Because the, he the heaven was not uh, commendous uh, to winter in, the more part advised to depart thence also, if by any means they might attain uh, to these locations here. And it goes on down in the passage, begins to show us that the boat uh, is being tossed. Verse 17, which when they had taken up, uh, they used helps undergirding the ships. In other words, what they were doing, they were taking ropes and wrapping it around the belly of the boat in several locations to keep the boat from falling apart. This is a storm that they were in. I don't know if you can, I, I like when I read the word of God to put myself in that position and try to feel their emotions and try to feel what they're thinking or, or, or begin to understand what all is taking place. And they're in a, a desire uh, situation, a dire situation here. And this boat could potentially fall apart and in wintertime, they could freeze to death in the water. They could die in the water. There's a lot of different circumstances that's going on here. Verse 18, and we being exceedingly tossed with a tempest, the next day they lightened the ship. And the third day we cast out with our own hands the tackling of the ship. And when neither sun nor stars in many days appeared, and no small tempest lay on us, all hope that we should be saved was taken away. I think there's some storms in our life that, that we go through and the conditions get so rough and so bad that we even are convinced that we're not coming out. Yeah. It's over. It's, this is it. This is final. A doctor's report came out. This is what he said. And, you know, they're the doctors. You know, I, 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 I look at uh, many different kinds of storms and uh, we, we, we can't allow the pressure of the storm and begin to look at it as any indication that God is not around. Because when you start looking more at the storm than you're looking for God in the storm, you begin to believe there's no hope. 
And I believe there are all kinds of storms. There's all kinds of situations. There's, there's financial storms. There's health storms. There are physical storms. There are emotional storms. There are psychological storms that come into our life. And if we're not, if we're not looking for God in the midst of the storm, the storm can actually blind us. They're, they're in this storm, and for days and nights, there's no light. They can't see. There's nothing going on. Nothing can give them any kind of bearings of where they are because of the darkness that surrounded them, even though day was coming, night was coming. But after long abstinence, Paul stood forth in the midst of them and said, Sirs, you should have hearkened unto me and not have, have loosed from Crete and to have gained the harm and loss. And now I exhort you to be good, be of good cheer, for there shall be no loss of any man's life among you but of the ship. That's an encouraging word. He's saying you're going to live, but we're going to lose the ship. We're going to lose the cargo. We're going to lose everything else in here. And, and, and if you can look at this story, you begin to see where that Paul, I would imagine, in his mind, when he received the word from the Lord that he was going to Rome, it probably didn't look like this. It probably didn't look the way it appeared to him. And, and, and sometimes in our life, there are, are things that come our way that we have planned our life out and we never dreamed of a storm that would come of what we're dealing with. People deal with all kinds of storms, but it doesn't mean that God is not with you. A storm, there are secret storms, there are quiet storms, there are storms that other people can't see. They don't understand what you're going through. They don't understand what's taking place in your life. They, they can tell you, oh, I feel for you. Or if they see a natural storm that's brewing, they can get an umbrella for you. They can get a raft for you. They can get something to help you get through the storm. I'm not talking about the obvious here. I'm talking about those secret storms in life that come our way that nobody else knows about. And in the morning when you're getting up and you're doing your hair, you're putting your lipstick on, you're putting your jewelry on, you're having to plaster a smile on your face. You're dressing, you're putting your coat on, you got your tie on, you got your hair slicked back, you brushed your teeth, and you're still having to put on a smile just like you put on your tie. People, you go to your office, you go to family members, you go to others, and they don't know what in the world you're going through because you're smiling in the midst of it because you have learned how to smile yes. in the midst of a storm. Yes. I think Paul in this situation, he's dealing with a storm. He sees, he had perceived what was going on, but he's bound in chains. He's bound and attached to a prison guard. That's interesting in these in these Roman times where that the prison guards, if you escaped, it would cost the life of the prison guard. I, I think that, man, I, I would hold tight to that prisoner. <laughs> you know, if he gets loose, it's gone. I'm off with your head for me. You know, I, I would hold on to him too. And this is what's happening. They've got several prisoners and Paul's amongst them in chains and the waves are coming. The boat's falling apart. 
issues are taking place, the storm that nobody can see. Nobody else can see what they were going through. Nobody on the shore, nobody in the destination where they were, where, where they were headed saw what was taking place. It was only the people that was on that boat. You know, many times in our life, there are issues that we go through that nobody can understand. Even your closest friends, you can tell them, share with them uh, uh, what you're going through, but they can't really understand because they're not in your shoes. They might be able to get close or relate a little bit because of what they've gone through, but everybody's circumstance and everybody's situation is different. And it's a secret storm that we go through in life. There are people that are jealous of you, and they, they, they resent the promotion that you got on the job, but they don't know that that promotion came with a lot of extra hours and a lot of uh, sleepless nights because of the pressure that's on you now. They're jealous of you because you're driving a different car, you bought a different house, but they don't know that you're two months behind on the payments. People don't know exactly what you're going through. They don't understand what's taking place, and they assume everything's all right, and you're dealing with this storm internally, wondering if you're going to escape. You can't see in the storm. <laughs> the Word says that we walk by faith and not by sight. So you can be blinded from a storm that surrounds you, but if you're walking in faith, you're able to see something that appears in the storm. And his name is Jesus. He's the King of Kings. He's the Lord of Lords. And, and, and when you're in that storm that's trying to blind you, you have to look for God in the midst of the storm. And when you find God in the storm, the word tells us that he'll never leave us and he'll never forsake us. In other words, no matter what you're going through, he's right there. Amen. No matter what takes place in your life, even though you don't sense him, even though you don't hear him, and you don't feel him, and you don't see him, he's still right there. In fact, he does his best work in a storm. He does his best, he does his best in the midst of a storm. When it's calm, we don't need him to perform. When it's calm... In fact, many times people stop praying, but it's the storms that get our attention that cause us to bow down and begin to worship and begin to pray and humble ourselves. He is the very present help in the time of trouble. You know, the storms that we go through in life are troublesome. Doctor gives a, a bad report or gives his report. And it's bad to you. We wonder, God, where are you? And we have this mindset sometimes that if God was with me, then why am I going through what I'm going through? If, if, if God was really walking with me, then why am I? Look, Job, Job went through some stuff and he said, I looked on the left and I looked on the right and I couldn't find him. Even though you can't find him, he's still there. Can you imagine in Job's life, the problems, the issues he went through, the struggles, lost his whole family. Child dies. We're saying, God, where are you? 
Why wouldn't you hear? Why, if, if you were with me, this wouldn't have taken place. It's like Mary and Martha come to Jesus as he's coming to the town. If you would have been here, our brother wouldn't have died. <laughs> but Jesus is walking in the storm. He's in the storm and he's taking care of the storm for you. Now, sometimes we don't understand the vehicle that he puts us on to get us to the place that we're, we're destined to be. We don't understand. Paul didn't understand why he was, he was arrested. He didn't, he didn't do anything. He said, if they would have examined me, they would have turned me loose because death was not in me. He said, man, I'm, 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 I'm not doing anything wrong. There's nothing there. But then they put him on a ship bound as a prisoner to go to Rome. And on the way to Rome, a storm comes and they go shipwreck. They come to one place where the barbarians are on this island. They didn't recognize that the day came up and they said, let's cut the anchors loose and let's sail over to the beach. Let's get into this beach. We're going to get off the boat. We're going to relax. We're going to see what the damage, assess everything, repair what we need to repair. And then we're going on our way. And the moment they started sailing towards the beach, they hit a reef. And when they hit this reef, the water begins to hit them and it's beating the boat completely apart. And, and Paul says, hey, those of you that know how to swim, y'all swim to the island. The rest of y'all grab some planks, get you an ice chest, do what you've got to do and float over there. They get to an island and it's an island full of barbarians. I don't know. It's like they're going from the pot into the fire. They're going from one place to another place. I, I remember one time, uh, Bev and I, we went fishing with some people. And, and uh, oh, long story short, uh, my boat uh, that I was in uh, filled up with water and it swamped me. And I've got hip boots on and, and um, they, they, they recognized that it was sinking. And I'm, I'm saying, help, <laughs> you know, boat, my, my, my hip boots became sea anchors and, and I'm bobbing under the water. I'm gurgling water. Bell's in the boat in front of me and they're swinging around and, 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 a, 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 a push rod got, got, uh, lodged between the rudder and they couldn't make the turn. So they had to go way around. And by the time they got to me, young man that was on the boat threw me, threw me a, 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 a rope and he turned the whole thing loose. So the whole rope came out of the boat. They went back around again to come back. And here I am. I'm, I'm thinking, this is just not my day. You know, I mean, we come out here to have a good time. To, to, and, and now it's a circus going on. They make the circle again. And they grab the push pole. And, and, and they're holding the push pole out for me. And they drop it in the water. I'm thinking, this is really not my day. And I thought in my mind, you're on your own. You're, you're totally on your own. And so an ice chest comes floating by and I grab an ice chest and, uh, and I, I, I cut my uh, hip boots off at that time. And I'm in this water and I'm thinking, you know, they, they threw the rope. The rope wasn't attached. They threw the pole. The pole wasn't attached. They, they can't get close to me uh, with the boat. I don't know what's going on. So I'm trying to swim over to the bank and I'm thinking alligators and snakes now. Anyway, there's sometimes in your life that everything goes wrong and you begin to wonder what's wrong what's happening God where are you what's taking place I think Paul was in this position that he he's he's bound with chains he's got a, a guard attached to him he he can't go anywhere they're trapped on this boat 
the boat now begins to fall apart. They make it through the through the daytime. Now they see in the, a bank they can go to. They turn the boat around. They cut the anchors. The word says that they 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 drop four anchors and they cut the anchors loose so they can go and uh, set sail to the to the beach to the inlet that they wanted to get into. And all of a sudden they hit a reef and it's like okay here's another problem. You know, we, we, we have problems in our life and, and one issue after another issue after another issue. And about the time that you're, you're, you're about to get free, about the time that you're about to be loosed from that thing, it's like all hell breaks loose against you. It comes against you and keeps you from moving forward. I, I would imagine Paul in the midst of this, he's saying, guys, you know, no harm's going to come to us. That was the word that, that God gave to him. Angel of the Lord appeared to him in the night, and he comes up the next morning. He said, you should have listened to me the first time. We wouldn't be in this problem if you'd have listened to the word of the Lord in the first place. The second word comes and says, we're going to lose the ship, but our lives are going to be saved. And you got people on that can't swim. And he's saying, you guys that can swim, y'all jump out, start heading over. Those of you that are still on here can't swim, grab the planks, grab the wood, grab whatever you can and float on in. But nobody was lost. That was the word that God gave to them. Right. I think that we've got to get into a place that we hear the word of God in the middle of a storm. Yeah. So that we can know that we're going to survive this thing and we're going to, we're going to come through it. I, I don't think that, that in the beginning of it, even though he's the alpha in the storm, he's in the beginning of the storm. It's the ending of the storm that becomes the roughest. It's after you've been swimming. It's after you've been fighting the waves. It's after you've been fighting the storm that's beating against you. And the vehicle that you've been riding in is now falling apart. God, why did you put me in this boat? Why did you put me in this condition? I never dreamed it would be like this. I thought everything was going to be smooth sailing. And when I got to Rome, I'd be able to preach the gospel. Paul is now facing barbarians. Can you imagine this? The barbarians are looking at him and they're sharpening their knives and saying, pork chops are coming along here. <laughs> you know, I mean, come on, this is barbarians. They don't know how they're going to be treated. They get to the shoreline. The barbarians, have, they start them a fire. And I'm thinking, you know, they're trying to dry them out a little bit here so they can see what they've got, you know. And, and, and they're gathered around the fire. Paul now is gathering sticks to increase the fire. And a viper comes out and bites him on the hand. Man, what a wonderful day this is. <laughs> they're having some problems. I don't know about you, but I wouldn't want to be on that boat. I wouldn't want to be going through all those problems. But sometimes we go through some situations that we don't understand why am I in this condition? Why, why cancer? Why these diseases? Why family issues? Why are my finances being attacked? Why am I mentally uh, uh, being attacked and I'm stressed out and anxiety all over the world, all over the place? You have to remember, God is the Alpha and the Omega. He's in it with you in the beginning and he'll be with you all the way through to the end. And he brings you to the point where that it seems like that everything is breaking, nothing is going right, and you're not going to make it. And he brings you out so that others can see the miracles in your life. 
the barbarians are watching and they're calculating in chapter 28. They're calculating how long it's going to be before his hand swells and he keels over. There's a lot of people that, that, that want to be encouragers, but they, they bring all the junk in there with you. You know, we were at Bev, Bev shared a little bit earlier about the stroke that she had. We had people come into the room. Well, you know, ain't so-and-so, you know. She had one of them strokes and she didn't make it, you know. And I'm saying, excuse me, can you, can you go on out the door? We had to ask people to leave. Because here we are, we're dealing with faith and we're praying and we're declaring, you shall not die. You shall live and declare the works of the Lord. I mean, that's what we, we were fighting for it, man. And then uh, doctors are coming in and they're telling them to move her hand. They're poking her with a with a, a sharp object on her feet. And, and all of a sudden she starts moving her hand. And the doctor says, I don't understand why she's moving her hand. And I'm thinking, yeah, I know why. Because we got all the naysayers out of the room. And we're standing in faith believing and all of a sudden, her arms start straightening out and her legs start getting feelings. You know, there's sometimes you've got to get in the battle and get in the fight in order to, for you to move into what God's promises are for your life. God promised Paul he would be at Rome. He didn't understand the route he would have to take. But every place that he went, Every word that he gave, it was being measured by doubters, unbelievers, and people that did not understand who God really was. Right. You see, sometimes we go through some stuff because there are people watching that God's trying to touch. And he counted you worthy enough the ability to carry that and walk through it so that other people can say, look at what God did in their life. I believe we're in moments where people are going to say, look at God, look at what God did, look at what God did in their life and through their life. And then they're going to start turning their heart over to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Paul, Paul is, um, is an interesting character. He shakes off this snake and they're all watching. And Paul doesn't know that they are now looking to see the judgment of God come upon him and he shakes the snake off and nothing happens to him in the time that it should have taken for that serpent to venom to kill him. They're saying, Hey, he must be a God. They changed Pe people. People will bury you in their opinions. Well, you know, they believe in they shouting, but you know, they got that, they got that disease and they've already got you buried, but they want to talk faith to you. Yeah, so I don't know what kind of faith it is they think they're talking, you know, because they're bringing up the dead and then they're saying, look, it killed them and look, it killed them and look, it killed them. You have to say, but it ain't going to kill me. You've got to have an attitude in the midst of, of, of your storm and saying, no matter what takes place, I'm coming out. In fact, why don't you say that whatever, whatever you're going through, tell the enemy I'm coming out. I'm coming out of this thing. And it seems though that it gets the darkest right before your breakthrough. Right before your breakthrough becomes the darkest moment in your life. And the reason it becomes the darkest is because you get tired in the middle of the storm. You get tired fighting the waves. You get tired of, of bailing water out. You get tired of all the negativity. You get tired of, of your vehicle falling apart. And you get tired of all these issues. And you go from one problem to another problem. And you're shaking the snake off in the next moment. And God has the chief 
in a, in a tent somewhere that because they now declaring there's something different about you because the, the, the virus didn't kill you, the cancer didn't kill you, the emotional issues didn't kill you, the financial issues didn't put you under, all of a sudden they're saying, hey, there's something different about this person. Yeah, there's something different about me because God is on my side. You know, there's a lot of people that, that we, we know of, but we really don't know. But there's one that I do know that's going to be with me. I know people will walk out of my life, uh, and we've had it. We've had people uh, become good friends and walk out of our life, and we're still scratching our head. What happened? And the moment, we, you know, forget it. It's over with. We know one person is going to stay with us, and he's walking with us. Yeah. And in every storm that I've ever been in, he's been in that storm. Yeah. And because he's in that storm, he turned the storm around for us. Yeah. He'll turn your physical condition around. He'll turn your, your, your disease around where, where the doctors are saying, hey, this is what's going on. God's going to say, but wait until I'm finished with you and I'm going to show you really what's going on. So don't, don't misinterpret the storm that God is not in the storm with you. That because you're in a storm that God's not with you. God is just trying to show himself mighty on your behalf and bring you through the problems that you're facing. You know, I I think there's sometimes we we need to say, I'm coming out. I'm coming out. I'm coming out. I'm not staying in this. I'm coming out. My family's going to be free. I'm going to be free. Uh, No matter what the reports are, no matter who's giving the reports and how convincing they are, I'm convinced that God is on my side. God is on my side. God's on your side if you just believe. You know, today, I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what you're dealing with. There's some that we know that has called in and said, hey, we need prayer. And we're going to pray for you. But there's others that you just tuned in and you say, what's this guy getting all emotional about or getting all excited about? I'm getting excited because God is in the middle of everybody's storm. If you can just perceive him there, or or if you can't even feel him, if you can't even see him, let your faith get to the scripture that says he'll never leave you and he'll never forsake you. Man, that passage right there is assuring to me that no matter what I go through, and even though I'm in a vehicle that's falling apart or the pathway in which I'm going It's not a pleasant pathway. I know that God's bringing me through some situations for a purpose. For a purpose. You know what? I don't think we really realize how many people are watching our lives. But if we'll just let God use us and walk through the storm with us, he'll bring you through. He'll bring healing to you. He'll bring deliverance to you. There'll be a miracle that takes place. And I have determined whether I receive my miracle, whether I receive my healing, or whether I got to go through therapy. Some people say you need therapy. Whether I need to go through therapy, God's on my side. God's walking with me. He's walking through it with me. And he's going to bring me out on the other side victorious. I'm coming out. I think there was an old song somebody sang, I'm coming out, 
I think we need to we need to adapt that, not particularly that song, but we need to adapt that slogan saying, I'm coming out. Amen. I'm coming out from under this thing. I'm coming out. I'm going to be healed. I'm going to be delivered. In fact, I'm already healed because it's by his stripes. We are already healed. I just got to connect my faith to that and allow it to work in me. And even though I might be in a bad situation right now, come tomorrow about this time, Things are going to change. Yeah. Things are going to change. Yeah. You know, I don't know what your situation is. I'm, I don't know what you're dealing with. It might be a sickness. It might be something that doctors have said that, that has really rocked your world. That's your storm today. And it's a, it's a secret storm. It's not that other people don't know it. It's, it's just that you're having to walk through it by yourself. And even though you got people by your side, they don't know exactly how you feel inside. That's a personal storm that you have. Some of you might be going through bankruptcy. Some of you might be going through financial conditions that it seems like it, that it's, it's hopeless. Some of you may have lost your job. With this pandemic that's taking place, we've got a lot of crazy stuff that's going on. But the reality of it is God's in the middle of the storm. And he's going to bring his people through. So if we can just connect with his word, our faith will begin to arise. Yeah. You said, but you don't know what I'm going through. Let me tell you something. I'm at the place, it doesn't matter what you're going through. What matters are you determined you're coming out. Because if you can connect with God, he's going to bring you out of that situation. Yeah. He's going to bring you through it and he's going to deliver you and he's going to, he's going to cause a miracle or he'll cause a healing or, or he'll cause something to happen that's going to bring you to a place that you'll look back and say, I was there, but I'm out of that thing. I'm co I've come out. You know, right where you are, I'm going to pray with you and I'm going to believe with you that God's going to touch you tonight that he's going to heal your body that he's going to minister to whatever condition or whatever situation that you're dealing with. I just want you right where you're at. I want you just to focus and say, God, I know you're with me, even though I don't feel you. The word tells us that we don't go, we don't live by feelings. God is, God does not touch our senses. He's moved by our faith. So we might not be hearing an audible voice, but I have his word that tells me he's with me. He'll never leave you. He'll never forsake you. So right where you are, let's call upon him right now. Father, I just thank you for those that are watching, those that are in this room here. I thank you for what you're doing. Lord, I ask you right now that you'd bring healing to their bodies. I ask you, oh God, that you would touch them financially. I ask you emotional touches, Lord. Father, whatever their condition is, Lord, I ask you right now, Ralph, Lord, that you would touch him and bring healing to his body. Lord, we come against every demonic power and every hindering spirit, every spirit of infirmity, and we speak life into him right now. Lord, I ask you, Lord, that from the top of his head to the bottom of his feet, oh God, that you would touch him and he would feel your presence right now. 
Lord, move upon him, Lord, even this spiritual attack, Lord. I ask you, Lord, that even though we can't feel, we can't see, we don't know where you are, but we know you're there. And Lord, we ask you right now to touch him and bring wholeness to his body. Lord, we thank you for what you're doing. And everyone else that's watching, Lord, we ask you that your Holy Spirit come upon them and touch them and bring healing. That there would be testimony to those that are watching their lives that you would be glorified, O oh God. Lord, that your presence would, would, would fill their lives, O oh God. That they would know you as their Lord. Lord, even though that it seems like our boat is falling apart, we're still on course. And you're bringing us to our destination. And Lord, I ask you right now that you'd begin to move and begin to touch each and every one of us today. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. 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 You know what? I want to encourage you to take your Bible, go to Acts 27 and 28 and read that story. And even though this is a journey that they're in a boat, that boat is a representation of, of you moving from one place to another. Amen. And even though that transportation falls apart, you're still going to get there because God's with you. But every place that Paul stopped became a testimony of the goodness of God. And the barbarians were able to see the power of God working and moving and how that healing, they, they, they stayed in that place for a long period of time, and miracles were happening every day along the way. Man, he, he turned the barbarians upside down just by being bitten by a serpent. They thought, they thought because he was a prisoner, he had done something wrong. And then it turns over to a place that they thought he was God, when all he was doing was let God work through him. Let God work through you in the midst of the storm that you're going through. Don't listen to the naysayers. Amen. Listen to what God says. And let God prove himself to you and show himself mighty on your behalf. Yes, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we come against the lupus in Melanie's body right now, and we curse the seizures that have been coming against her, Lord. Yes. And Father, we speak healing to her, Father. We thank you that you are the healer of cancer, Lord. And we thank you, Father, for a total victory and breakthrough, Lord. We thank yes. you that you've already healed Denise and that she goes to yes. the scan the end of this month, Father, that everything's going to be perfect in her body. Yes. Right now, there are those of you that are struggling with headaches, and I come against that in the name of Jesus. I yes. speak to migraine headaches that they must go. There's somebody that's watching right now, and the migraine headaches are beginning to affect your vision, and we take authority over that in the name of Jesus. We curse diabetes and diabetic conditions, and we decree, de de decree and declare that the sugar levels must line up yes. with a healing power of Jesus Christ. God created you perfect. God created you whole. He is the creator and he is the healer through the power of Jesus Christ. So we agree with you for healing right now. At the onset of the service, God was giving Bethany words about somebody suffering from a back 
injury, if you didn't already receive that and join your faith with that, we come into agreement and we, we declare that word right now that you are healed. This is our breakthrough. Yes. It may look one way right now, but I've got eternity in mind. I keep echoing what our friend uh, Prophet Kim Clement said and yesterday uh, his prophetic uh, uh, mentee, uh, Charlie Jordan, was declaring. And I declared it over our breakthrough service last night and last Sunday that I anticipate the inevitable supernatural intervention of God. Everybody needs to yeah. write that down. You need to prophesy that over your life, over your children, over your finances, over the impossible situations in your life. Yeah. Expect God to show up and to show out and to turn around the situation. He loves you. He's an unfailing God. And He loves you in spite of what you've done. He loves you. And he wants to show himself mighty on your behalf. So we want you to know, if others of you have needs, write us. Let us know. I said at the onset of the program, go to our website. Sign up for our email list. Write, write the prayer request there. It comes straight to us. We see it. We see those prayer requests. And we're going to pray with you and believe for divine turnaround in your life because we anticipate the inevitable supernatural intervention of almighty god amen thank you for joining us tonight <clears throat> we love you if you know someone that needs to hear this message copy the link and forward it to them amen. but uh, we appreciate you joining us we amen. love you and we'll see you again real soon